to countdown to geek town episode 173 all right yep my name is eric and with me as always is jesse hello (laughs) (laughs) and what are we doing this week we are doing well first we were gonna do that uh netflix movie what's it called project power project power i know it's something power uh we were gonna do that and then dc fandom hit and it was like holy shit there's a lot of news so uh we're just gonna do news this week you know pretty much just stick with dc fandom and probably never come back to project power because <laughs> I, I was already too because I, I was like i can open it with a i got the power yeah. dun, 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 dun. nope you ruined it yeah please, please never do that again um but this this week bill and ted comes out and Tenet also released, right? I know it did overseas. I don't know if it has here it's yet. Twenty eight so this Friday, I think. Right. So, so it's Bill and Ted at home, and then Tenet at theaters if you want to go. So that will either one of those two will be our next uh, movies, right? Our next episode. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Bill and Ted. I don't know how you feel about going to movie theaters yet. I, I probably won't go just because I don't know if I'll have time. Oh, you growing that Pedro Pascal hair out? That's I, what that's what you fucking look like. You look like Pedro Pascal in that Wonder Woman trailer. Just how I look good. No, he looks fucking terrible. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I got three new three news notes before the fandom stuff. I have four. Go ahead. Um, I just now saw right before you got in here, uh, Altered Carbon season or was canceled. By yes, it was canceled. So the second season was a big dud. Did you watch it? No. I could not. I, you know me. I loved the first season. Mm-hmm. I rewatched it uh, a couple of times. And I, I started this second one. And for whatever reason, it just instantly started falling flat i don't know what it was maybe it was how they presented it maybe it was because it wasn't joel kinnaman i don't know um but it just it did not hook me from the very beginning so maybe it didn't make you bad or i the character wasn't i don't think he was terrible i just think it was maybe not written right um i I struggled through like two episodes Mm. i mean it was like two episodes and three sittings. So yeah, I mean, if I thought I was just 
you know, by myself. So that's why I didn't really talk about it that much, but apparently I probably wasn't. It, it's looking like uh, there was a lot of other people this way because Netflix was like, eh, these are probably not cheap to make. So they're like, eh, we'll just cancel it. Yeah. We got to make That'd be not very good because if it's got space or sci-fi in it, you know, it can be about making peaches in a can. You'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yes, it's for in sure. space. So just the fact that it was that you still didn't enjoy it, especially as much as you liked the first season. Yeah, it was it was it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart, Mason. It hurt it. It also, touched me. It was uh, I'm not OK with this. And the society, which I've never watched the society, but I mm. watched. I am not okay with this. Did you watch it? No, but you always touted it as uh, pretty good, right? Yeah, it was pretty much like a a different version of Carrie. It was the girl from it, right? And, right. Yeah, you know, okay. powers. And except for, I mean, I think it even ended with like a scene at a prom or something like that. But then after that, there was like another scene where it's like somebody coming to like trainer somebody else has powers. Yeah, it looked really interesting. I I enjoyed it, but they're not even going on the second season of that. So. And it wasn't one that was like a heavy budget, like altered carbon. So uh, that sucks. Yeah, it. I guess they gotta make room for whatever the hell else they want to make, and I won't mention what they are making. So. No, I'm not gonna do it. Um, do it. The uh, uh, I saw something right before I I got here, so I didn't I didn't verify it and I didn't go deep into it. But it looks like last last episode I talked about the woke can uh culture of DC and Marvel. You know, it looked like eighteen. Uh, safe place and yeah, yeah, snowflake. Snowflake. Yeah. Yep, yep. Snow. <laughs> so DC come in and cleaned house essentially with all that stuff. Uh, actually, I think AT&T did. They're like, uh-uh, no, they could see the writing on the wall. And I, I said then that Marvel needs to watch out and they need to, you know, cause they're going down this path. I mean, they're, they're actually going down it even harder than DC was. And so I said, you know, Marvel's not, Marvel's only being held up by their movies making billions and billions of dollars and they're not making any movies this year or they're not making any money off of them. So when the numbers start falling because they're not selling any comic, their comics are terrible. The only thing that I bought Marvel related really is the X-Men and that relaunched, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like I tried to, I tried to get into the infinity stone stuff they did earlier in the year. And it was just like, it was so, it was, Oh, it was just so terrible. Like just the writing was so all over the place and it's just, it's written to be not really a, a, a coherent story, but more like, Oh, we're going to throw in a hundred different titles in this and you've got to buy them all right. from the get go. You know, usually like a trade back will be six to eight, you know, comics and that's what you got. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's how you collect a trade back. And then later on down the road, that's how you will actually collect it. But you always start out with those six, eight or 12 comic books. And, uh, it just seems like Marvel has lost its way when it comes to that. Well, right before we got on here, somebody had posted that Marvel was cleaning house as well. I was not able to confirm that or look into it any deeper, but 
I just saw that post on one of the news sites and I was like, Oh shit. You know, the Marvel and star Wars. So, I mean, it had a picture of Mark Hamill and oh, what was the other one. I forget the other one. It was a Marvel property, but it had a picture of like Mark Hamill with that green milk on his face, you know, from, uh, 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 last Blue milk. yeah, no, it's green milk and, and fucking last Jedi or whatever it was. Uh, but uh, that's what really started the whole wokeness. Well, I guess Ray Mary Sue-ness, but that wasn't as bad. But I wasn't able to confirm that, so I'm not going to really dive too deep into it. But I will say that Olivia Wilde, uh, the uh, actress and now director. Flash director. Yeah, she directed Booksmart, uh, which I heard is good. I haven't watched it's it. That's pretty good. I, I, knew, I fucking knew you'd seen it. You fucking indie artsy bitch. I knew it. It was on Amazon Prime. So. Uh, but I, I did hear it was really good. But she is going to helm a female-centric Marvel uh, movie for Sony Pictures. And then she... Speculated the Spider-Woman. Well, she had a tweet that had a spider emoji on it after somebody had, had written that she's going to be making a movie for Sony yeah. and, and it had that. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So it could be spider woman, but it could be spider Gwen or, you know, it, it, it could go a little bit of different routes, but you know, there's only so many of those characters to go around. So, I mean, you've seen her work. Do you think it'd be pretty good? Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed book smart. It was kind of like a female version of like, kind of like American pie a little bit. You know, oh, like, okay. Uh, it's um, not oh, hitting you over the head with like um, woman good, man bad kind of stuff, is it? No, I don't think so. It's, okay. I mean, it's, it's female centric because it's like from, you know, kind of like if you watch American Pie, it's all a guy stuff. Right, right, right. It's the opposite version, but it doesn't feel like it's forced on you. It's still a good story. Okay. Uh, I just I just think it's weird. Maybe they're doing that just to get the uh, clickbait kind of stuff, but I just think it's weird that they worded it that way. Yeah, if, if they hired her, why wouldn't they say her? something like bridesmaid or something like that? You know, what? like like you know a movie like bridesmaid. You know how how it was uh, a great comedy, but it was also about females, right? You know, yeah. and if if they hired her, like gave her, if they hired her to make a certain movie, I'm fine with. It. If they just hired her, like, hey, we want to hire you, and then. After that, they like gave her a project. You know, it, it kind of like I don't like the fact that hiring somebody just because they're a woman, and then like giving them any project. You hire somebody to make a specific project because they're right for that project. You know what I'm saying? Oh wait a minute, we had topics about this all year long about the new gods director saying she wouldn't hire white people and all that other stuff. You remember that shit? No. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, it's been a while. Yeah, and Jordan Peele actually was part of that too. Yeah, so I mean, I'm fine with it if they hired her because they thought she was good for Spider Gwen or whatever she's going to make, but just to hire somebody because they're a woman or because they're hot. I, I, I guess it's not much different. All that, you know. What was is that? What was that? Was that your news? Yes. What was the first of that? Oh, it was the DC Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Supernatural's Jensen Ackles joins the boys season three. Oh yeah, yeah. They're already, they're already, 
hiring people for season three now and season two hasn't even aired yet. So that's well, good. they they know they know what they got, right? Yep. Um, I think he'll be good. He's playing uh, Soldier Boy, which they described as kind of like a Captain America type character. So uh, I think like a think douchey, like a, douchey one, I guess. Yeah, well, I think it's funny because they just called the uh, yeah John, John Cena's Cena. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's kind of like that, like a like the same as a the the guy that's like that's already on the boys, mm-hmm. just like Captain America, Homelander. Yeah, yeah, like his version, kind of like a with like Captain America's actual origin being the first superhero. Oh, really? Back in the World War. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, do you know this character? Have you got that far into the boys? I, I don't remember him in the comic. Okay. I've, I've only read the first four trades, I think. So. Well, I know a lot of people were always pining for Jensen Ankles to be Red Hood, which would have been pretty cool if they ever made that happen. Uh, but at it's least like, he, sorry, go ahead. at least he will be able to be in a superhero yeah, comic, yeah. you know, property. And this, the Supernatural is also is a. Uh, I think the showrunners Eric Kripke who mm-hmm. did Supernatural. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah. That probably helped. <laughs> yeah, that probably did help him. Yeah, which I'm, I'm on board. I like Justin because I like Supernatural. He was good in that, so him, he he can be sarcastic, you know, good sarcastic character. So. Yeah, I never really got into it, but I don't hate the guy. Everything I've seen about him, I'm like, God damn, this guy's likable as shit. You know, you know, so, you loved him in uh, season one of <laughs> Smallville. <laughs> Oh yeah, season yeah. two, whatever it yeah. was, it was early on. That's it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, so they've greenlit Mad Matt's Fury Roads prequel. I didn't even know this was happening. But Furiosa, Furiosa, right? So they mm-hmm. greenlit that, and so it's gonna focus on a younger Furiosa, obviously, and it's going to. Uh, apparently, it's looking for its male lead, and they are trying to get Chris Hemsworth. You know, makes sense, I guess. Australian director, Australian actor, you know. And who's hotter than Chris Hemsworth right now, you know, when it comes to Australians? Not you, fucking asshole. <laughs> Is uh, the same director doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. George Miller? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if he's still going to do it. I mean, it's kind of weird that he did the last one. You know, they were surprised that he came out of retirement. Or if, if you if you got a story to tell, sure, why not? Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. I'd still, still like. I still haven't watched Free Road at all. I have it. I have it on Blu-ray, but I still haven't watched it. I know. I was just about to say I'd still like to get to this movie, but I thought by now you'd have seen it. It's one of those that got built up so much as I almost don't want to watch it because I'm afraid I'm, it's going to be disappointing. I, mm, I can't say too much about it, but just um, I think you'll like it. I mean, there's not a there's not a whole lot of dialogue in it, which yeah. is it's kind of astounding. You know, it's it's kind of interesting in this day and age, but it's 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 pretty amazing what they were able to do with practical effects, you know? So there, there's some parts in it that a lot of people quoted, you know, so witness me and all this other stuff. So you just have to get past that side of it. But I mean, it, I mean, those are some of the best parts of it though. Yeah. Is that it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's just I just thought it was interesting that uh, it's been greenlit and that they're actually looking for this male lead, but yeah. it didn't really go too deep into the young Furiosa who it might be. Not just gonna CGI her up, straight strong. I'll CGI her up. Uh, Will Smith and Kevin Hart to remake Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> I saw somebody talking about this shit. Like, what the hell? And it just doesn't seem like it's a movie that needs a remake. I mean, it's a low budget. I mean, there's not like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it needs it. Are they like the new Queen Latifahs, I guess? Didn't she make a couple of holiday movies that didn't need to be made? She made them, but they weren't remakes. <laughs> she just made a holiday movie. Right, but I mean, I mean that's a Thanksgiving holiday, right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, her, the only one I can think of hers is called Last Holiday. It was actually good. Yeah. But it wasn't based on anything. This is just taking a movie that already... I, don't, I just don't see a need for it. Because, like, to me, update or a remake needs to have either CGI or... Uh, budget reason to remake it like to make a better version mm-hmm. or put a different spin on it right but i mean the story is just two people traveling and kind of being forced together so it, it's just comedy i mean it's yeah. it's going to be cheap for them to make and yeah, that's with kevin hart and will smith it's going to make them money yeah. so it, it'd cost them what maybe 80 million dollars to make it and then they'll turn they'll turn around and make three hundred million off of it. So, if Maybe. not more, <laughs> no, I mean, I, don't know. It's I mean, it's Kevin Hart though. They they buy they watch his movies. Who's they? People, audience. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I, I love playing strings automobiles. I really don't care if they remake it. I, I might see it eventually. I'm not gonna go to theaters and see it. Right. Are they going to put one of them in a fat suit? Well, then they should have hired Martin Lawrence. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> They've done this before, huh? Mm-hmm. That was my last one. Uh, my last one here is Netflix has revealed the first poster for the, the, the follow-up to the, what is it? The Haunting of Hill House. This one is yeah. The Haunting of Bly Manor. And they're teasing a fall return, but there's no date to it. So, I never watched Hill House. What really? It's actually not bad. You know me; I don't watch TV, so I mean, it was yeah, actually but your wife loves horror stuff, so that's <laughs> figured that's why you got into it. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it's a good show, I'm gonna watch it. You know, that's not true. What? <laughs> My wife hates horror, so I have to be. But it's it's not watching my own. So it's not really scary though. It, it's it's hard to understand. It's it's well, it's not hard to understand. It's hard to explain it to you, uh, just exactly what it is. Um, it has those elements to it, but it's not overtly. Oh, this is scary to be scary. It's more like you know about a. It's more like a family drama a little bit. So it's, it's a little weird, you know. But they're just in a freaky setting, you know? You're really selling it. <laughs> it's also been like two fucking years since I saw this damn thing, you know? 
No, I've always heard nothing but good things about it. So, <clears throat> so is, are they turning this like series into like an anthology or something, where every season's a different place? Uh, yeah, it's uh, based on different books, but I think okay. they're all kind of kind of the same thematic kind of universe, I guess. Okay. I'm not sure it's by the same writer originally, but it might be. That was it. That's my last one. I had one more note, but it was kind of put to go into DC stuff. Ben Affleck's Batman will show up in the Flash movie, just like Michael Keaton's will. That's been announced. Yeah, that's part of DC news notes. That's why I said it leads into it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so, you want to do DC fandom? Or yes. Fandam. Fandam. Goddamn. It was, it was a lot. Okay, so last week I uh, talked about how DC was uh, firing half its people or a quarter of its people, and it was all kinds of, oh, shit, you know, what's going on? And then that same week they come out and they just kind of throw their big AT&T dick on the table and just kind of like, oh, yeah, here's a bunch of stuff, and it seems like we've got our shit together finally after, I don't know, a two decades of trying. <laughs> so let me ask for, so first, has DC fandom been a thing before this? No, nope. like an event. No, nope. okay, this, this is the first time. Okay, first one. I never heard of it. I didn't even, mm-hmm. this was happening until I started seeing trailers pop up and then the fandom was put on, you know, I was like, Oh, that's a term. I didn't yep. know. So it's essentially like uh star Wars celebration. They have right. it every year. And then like Marvel, they'll do their little thing. And so, it's we didn't we weren't able to get comic con this year so they were like ah we'll just i guess we'll just do this and so it was all online right yes and so they did a comic con thing earlier in in the year and it was kind of a big flop and it was real buggy and janky uh but dc fandom who warner brothers is now owned by at&t a telecom communication company hosted their own event and they did not have any of those issues which you would hope would be the case so it was a 24-hour stream it was eight hours of content that they aired three times so the whole world could see it so they were kind of branching to uh get everybody involved in it you know across the world because they realized that their fans are not only here in america but they're all all over so they kind of they wanted to branch out and I guess they wanted to make their presence known and kind of unify and kind of streamline everything. And I think that, you know, this flash stuff, it might actually do that in a way, but not the same way that Marvel is doing it. It's hard to understand or it's hard to explain without us talking about it just yet. But I figured we just go in order that they did. It just made it easier. And they actually started with their newest property that's going to be coming out is Wonder Woman 1984, which was already supposed to be out, by the way. Yeah, so this is the is this the second trailer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of the same stuff in it again. Uh, we, I think this is the first time we actually got to see Cheetah. Is that it? Cheetah, name? yeah. That was the first time we actually got to see Cheetah. The character, yeah. But I don't know if it was my video 
that I watched off YouTube or what, this movie did not look as visually stunning as the first no, definitely movie. Not. It wasn't mine. And, and I don't know... Because uh, I, I heard some other people talk about it, and they were talking about how visually, like, it was like, oh, man, it looks so good and all this. I was like, I don't see it. So I don't know if they changed cinematographers or what, because it just does not look, mm, I don't know, it just doesn't look crisp, sharp. I think the first trailer, they did nothing but, like, shots of, like, with backgrounds, mm. a lot of, like, bright colors, neon colors, and this one was a lot more just characters. More of the cheetah looked a lot really CGI. I mean, you only got to see flashes, but and that scared me. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the cheetah stuff scared me because it was all in that blue tint at night. You know, and it was like, oh no, DC, no, you know, this is this is what you're trying to get away from, right? You went to 1984 for what? The bright colors, the music, all that stuff, which was in the first trailer, which is what set itself apart, and that's. You know, the first poster of this movie was her surrounded by all those colors around oh, her. Yeah. You know, they were trying to show. poster. Exactly. And so they were trying to show that they, they're they different, you know. And then you come out with the second trailer and half of it is in this fucking blue tent that's behind me. You know, I mean, it's yeah. uh, it doesn't, I don't know. But really? The only shots that looked good were like the invisible jet thing because you had fireworks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was going to be the invisible jet. I don't know if it is or not. They're in a jet, and she says we have like camouflage or something. No, she says we have. They have radar. Okay, well, whatever. It's invisible. <laughs> it's the fucking invisible jet. You know it. And maybe, maybe. this the scene where she's like spinning the whip. Right. Yeah. That that, that looked good. Of colors. The the lightning riding it looks badass. That's the best part. Oh yeah, of this. I love that. That's yeah. So- that that is all. That is the best part of this. But my wife likes the Kristen Wiig, uh, her outfits. She likes that. Um, so your hair looks exactly like Maxwell Lord. You know the Pedro Pascal's uh, guy in this. So I, the theory is he has something called the Wishing Stone or Chaos Shard. I've seen it called both those. And you can kind of see it in the trailer. It's just like a little glowing rock thing. Um, and this is why Steve Trevor comes back. Because Wonder Woman maybe accidentally wishes him back. Maybe she didn't know she was around that presence or something. But she was just longing for him. She wanted that big dick and to come back. And uh, so by doing so, in order for your wish to come true, you got to give up a part of yourself. So it seems like maybe she get she for him to come back, she has to give up her powers, which hints back to why this opens uh, with her as a little girl learning how to overcome adversity again. They did this in the first one, but here we are again. So that's my my theory on this. So that's how he comes back. But this also explains why. Kristen Wiig becomes Cheetah, right? Because she says she wants to be a predator. But you see her in two versions. You see her fighting Wonder Woman when she's spinning her whip in the White House, right? That you were talking about. I didn't see her in that scene. Yeah, so she she's just dressed in Cheetah print, and then she does that spinning attack where she kind of 
Okay. It's the same. It's the same hallway. It's the same like white hallway with a white uh, with the red uh, okay um, carpet and stuff like that. So, and that's where Maxwell Lord is. You can see him in the back of the uh, the scene there when they're facing off. Um, and so I'm thinking that they kind of work together, and she's always been jealous of Wonder Woman, and so maybe she Wonder Woman's weakened at this point because Steve Trevor's back. And so that's why Cheetah kind of goes through her attacks a little bit that you see in the thing. And then they escape somehow. And then she might make another wish. And then that's when we see the full blown transformation. Chitara. Yeah. Chitara. Yeah. That's, that's what I kept wanting to call her, but you know, I know, but she's just literally called Cheetah. I thought it was Cheetar, but it's Cheetah. But uh, I think maybe she might make a second wish so she loses a little bit more of her humanity. So I don't know. Uh, it's just she goes all... full cats. Yeah. Uh, luckily, <laughs> it's not that bad. Not oh, the and, version. Yeah. And by the way, Steve Trevor's going to die again. So <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, Diana's not giving up her powers for you, buddy. And your parachute pants. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes that, but you kind of see it. I mean... He he is kind of the. I mean, he, I guess he's a he's a joy to be around. Uh, I suppose. I mean, he's he's probably the best part of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Most fun, definitely for sure. Yeah, he, he plays that fish out of water pretty good. Yeah. So, what was next on the order? Uh, is that all you had to say about it? Yeah, that's all I had. I had four notes, and that was all of them. Are you excited? To watch it in in theater. I mean, like like you said to me, I was more excited after the first trailer. This one, mm-hmm. Chitara, Chitara, Cheetah just brought it down a little bit. But I'm I still want to see it though. Right. <clears throat> Whoever thought we'd see a big Cheetah fighting Wonder Woman on screen? It just I've all, everything I've read online has been like that character should not be anywhere near as powerful as Wonder Woman. So maybe that's that alludes to what you're saying it was like she doesn't have her full powers at least right but to be fair in the comics they're always she's one of her main villains so she can be pretty powerful it's just she might have other weapons up her sleeves or something in the comics you know yeah. maybe some kind of magic or something uh next was the gotham knights game i didn't write anything down for that and that's okay. It's just it's from it W. Much. Yeah. Well, the the Gotham Knights game actually showed a lot of a lot of gameplay in a lot of the trailers. Uh, it's actually from WB Montreal, the the people that made the Origins Arkham Origins game. Uh, it's a four player co op. Batman's dead. Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin. Um, it's not a follow up to the Arkham games, though which I thought was really weird because the one that is doesn't really look like it. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy, but it's going to be out on current gens and next gen, uh, video game systems. And it's due out in 2021. It did look good. Like it, oh yeah. The only one yeah. that actually showed gameplay. <laughs> yeah. That Mr. Freeze, uh, 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 villain stuff. Like, I mean, it, it looked yeah. good. I mean, they're, it's the same combat system that kind of really revolutionized the, the the gaming system. I mean, Spider-Man stole it, you know, all this other stuff. So Rocksteady 
invented it and then these guys were able to use it and then everybody's used it. So, um, like you said, it, it does look good. It's, it's, it's kind of neat to have four players co-op on, on some characters that you didn't really get to use in the original Arkham games. There was DLC you could use them in, but you know, it looks good. And then we um, got, I, this- did, I did have one question. <clears throat> so is Red Hood a good guy? I always thought he was a bad guy for some reason. A little bit of both, buddy. He's like an anti-hero or something? Yeah. Or back yeah. and forth. Back and forth. He starts out that way and then, you know. That's the second time I've seen him referred to as like a hero. So I always thought he was a bad guy. So, okay. Like, I don't know. He's in. He. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, and that's was the Sandman universe. Did you watch that at all? It's just a panel. I didn't see any of that. No. It was just something sm- small. Ooh, it was Neil Gaiman's Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> obviously not Marvel's Sam. <laughs> no, no, obviously. For some reason, every time you wrote that, I thought of Marvel's. No, no, it's just the uh, upcoming series that's being made. They just talked a little bit about it. I didn't see they said it would be set in current time. Yeah, yep. And I kind of fell asleep to it, but it is what it is. He, he did his job. No, it, it, they kind of... I was excited for it at the beginning, and then that we read that article a long time ago about it being kind of woke, and that's kind of I've shied away from it. I said I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Now we can talk about your Flash stuff. So go ahead. Flash. Oh, Batman. Yeah. The only thing I've seen is both Michael Keaton's Batman and uh, Ben Affleck's Batman will be in it. Yep. That's all software. The did you did you watch anything on fandom? Yeah, yeah. I've watched a like, I've watched like I, I told you I got in here like five thirty and been watching nothing but videos since then. You watched two trailers, didn't you? No, I watched everything. Oh, I bet. Okay, so I literally typed in the Flash DC fandom and and kept looking, and all I saw was there was a, a video in it of fucking not Idris Elba, um, Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. and he looked like he was fucking strung out on crack. But anyway. He always looks like that. No, he had like hair. He looked like the same. Yeah, yeah. He 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 looked pretty goddamn wild. Uh, yeah. Did it tell no, you who the director is? Do you remember who the director is? Oh shit! No, since you say it, I don't remember it though. Uh, it director, Andy um, Muschietti. Yeah, that guy. So um, I think we it, talked about that. Yeah, we have. And this is the longest that it's gotten into production. So let's say there's been like eight directors before this. So give me a little bit. (laughs) I think it's like literally nine. Um, Oh, wow. So they actually, they talked, like you said, a little bit with crackhead. Um, They didn't talk about him strangling that girl though, that I brought up forever ago that that went under the radar in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Conspicuously that went under the radar. Um, But they did show some concept art. And the rumor is Batfleck, like you said, shows up in this movie. And he's at least in it in the beginning as a cameo because mm-hmm. it makes sense to have him in it because they both don't have mothers. They both lost their mother. And that's the Batman he knows. So uh, Batfleck is going to make him a better suit. And they kind of showed a concept of it. And it, and it is more streamlined, more comic booky. It's not hard plastic looking like uh, his yeah. current one. So Bruce Wayne made him a better suit. 
which allows Barry Allen, the Flash, to go back in time, and he goes back to try to save his mother from being killed. And so my guess is he messes that up or something, and when he comes back, Michael Keaton is now his Batman. So that's how the switch happens. That's my guess. And so the there was a piece of concept art where it showed the new Flash suit, but right behind it was the Batman, but it was a Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton Batman, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. And he signed a not just one picture deal. He signed a multiple picture deal. Keaton? Michael Keaton did, yeah. Okay. But this would be a good send-off to Batfleck because, honestly, the guy's a pretty good Batman. Like, he was not a bad Batman at all. And, and I think it would be nice for him to come in, show up, not even as Batman. He doesn't have to. He can just show up as Bruce Wayne, you know, just talk to Barry Allen for a little bit. Hey, this is your suit. Hey, buddy, check this out. You can do all these weird things. And then Barry Allen accidentally taps into the Speed Force. And oh, Keaton or Affleck? Affleck. And okay. then when, uh, and then maybe he's like, hey, just use it wisely. And he, he gives him a longing look like, bye, buddy. I'll see you later. And you never see him again, right? So he gets his send off. So it would it would be a nice thing to do for Ben Affleck because yeah. you know the guy he he cares about this character. And I I thought he was a really good Batman. He was. I liked him a lot. Both both Batman and uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm I was never super big on Keaton, but I think it was more because of the suit. Like the whole turning his head, you know, because he can't. But they got to keep that. They got to keep that when they bring him back. They no, got to keep it in continuity. He can, he can update the suit. <laughs> no, I'll keep him. I want him to be like old and ornery and grouchy and old and has neck injuries. Yeah. <laughs> I worked with a guy that had neck injuries like that for a long time, and every time I talk to you, you know, you like say something he's like, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> like Love Keaton. Uh, is that all you had for the flash yes i i didn't know a lot of that but it was all talked about in not the flash pan or the video i watched but more of like batman stuff so what was next on the list because i didn't watch them in the order you're watching shazam huh shazam oh see i didn't see anything the only thing i can find for that was just the panel so i didn't watch it yeah, they, they had a neat little panel. It was kind of interesting that they had like a, they called it a Shazoom call. You know how we're using Zoom. So they had it there, but they were they were talking about the Mandela effect. And you know the Mandela effect with Sinbad being in a genie movie called Shazam? Who? Sinbad. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's a Mandela effect, and then like uh, I think apparently halfway through the meeting, Sinbad shows up, and he's like, you know, he he kind of makes a, a thing. So I think he's gonna cameo in it or something. But that that's pretty cool because Anthony just talked to him like not too long ago. You Are know, they talking about Shaquille. No, they're talking about Sinbad. People think that Sh- Sinbad was in a yeah Shazam. Was but Shaquille was right? Shazam. Uh, yeah, Shaquille. Okay. Shaquille was in a movie called. Uh, Kazam, Kazam, oh, Kazam. Okay, yeah, and that this is where it comes from. So, but yeah, so they were kind of playing with it, you know. But the only thing we really get from it is a title, and it's called Shazam 
Fury of the Gods. Okay. So pretty serious title. Yeah. I mean, what do you think he does to get mad? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I really know nothing about Shazam at all other than the movie. But it'd be interesting because we go right into Black Adam. Which, which is, is like, a, it's kind of like an animated comic trailer. Yes, because they hadn't shot anything. And this movie has been in development for nine years. <laughs> I think Rock has been to- touting this. Um, it, Like you said, we do see an animated thing with a Rock narrating, of course. I mean, the Rock kind of doesn't need too much else. I mean, it's the Rock. I mean, he's yeah. going to be able to sell anything. Uh, it gives you a loose origin to him. It's and who, who his, I can't say the villain is going to be, it's the people against him, I guess, because he's the villain, right? Yes. And so, so Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, mm-hmm. Cyclone. Yep. The Justice which, Society. Which is fucking crazy. It's crazy to think that we would get the Justice Society. But he also goes after the Justice League. Later on, not after that animatic ended, he, he talked about, going toe to toe with Superman, how it would be cool to go against, you know, and then, and then he, he went through them all like, you know, talking about it. So I, I was like, Oh shit, we need Henry Cavill back, but they didn't announce that, you know, coming this is back. Just, just as setting up Shazam versus Adam. Right? right. Right. But the big, the big battle always is either Shazam versus black Adam or actually Superman versus black Adam because Superman's weakness his one real weakness other than kryptonite is magic that's what both shazam and black adam have okay no bitch ass magic users fucking mages his one (laughs) weakness david blaine (laughs) yeah (laughs) mind freak (laughs) what was it chris angel chris angel yeah so what's next I thought that was an interesting choice to to have the Justice Society of America and Doctor Fate. Uh, you know, this, I know nothing about Justice Society. I, I, I know, I know you wouldn't. That's why I didn't yeah. go too too deep into it. But it's out there if you ever really want to learn it. They made a lot of different animated movies for you to watch. That's pretty easily digestible. Yeah, your anim your anime movies are my indie movies. So okay, but like you I ain't gonna touch it. <laughs> But if it's going to be in your mainstream media, you might want to study up. No, I'm good. Okay. Because of that, I'll let you go with the Suicide Squad because there's about 24 different characters to talk about. This is, other than the Batman, this is probably my favorite thing. I fucking knew it. To come from all this. Fucking sucking on James Gunn's dick. I'm sorry. I love pretty much everything he's done. I thought you were going to say, I love dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gun. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I, I really love super and, uh, this first one. So there, so there. And I mean, gardens galaxy is awesome. So, I think this will be a completely bonkers fucking movie. I think yeah. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be crazy because he can do weird. From you can see that from his earlier movies, and he can do big budget. Can you see that with the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? So all this together, 
it looks really, really good. I mean, there's not a real trailer. It's all behind the scenes type stuff. So they had two different behind the scenes kind of videos. One, it was literally a behind the scenes. And then one, it kind of went through the characters. Okay. I saw both of them, I think. Uh, returning is Viola Davis. Of course, she's Amanda she's Waller. A, she's up the leader, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have Joel Kinnaman, Rick Flagg, wearing bright colors. That's the one thing you notice immediately about this movie. Everything's bright. It's more brighter. comic book. Yeah. yeah, it's more comic book accurate from the 70s, you know. Yeah. And he, he kind of said he modeled after uh, a certain run from the 70s. I forget. I didn't write it down. <clears throat> but it's like a continuation of that storyline. And then Margot Robbie, of course, comes back as Harley Quinn, wearing probably her best outfit so far, with actually the most skin covered up. Oh, I mean, nice. I mean, it looks great. It looks like it's an Arkham outfit. I mean, it's black and red leather pants, and you know, a full shirt and jacket. I was like, holy yeah. shit, okay, yeah, that she looks. And then Jai Courtney is now Captain Boomerang. And we see him throw a boomerang. Holy shit. He only did it four times in the first movie or something like that. <clears throat> you know, if that's your stick, you think you would do it a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. I thought that was Booster Gold. <laughs> Looks a lot like him, huh? But he actually is one of his enemies. Who's uh, Booster Gold's enemy? Yeah, that guy. Javelin? That you're, yeah, Javelin that you're talking okay. about. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um. We have uh, Sean Gunn playing Weasel. Yeah, he's, he's a villain. Mm-hmm. They're they're all villains. Well, they they had it toted as like the villain to the Suicide Squad. The video I saw. No, I think the big villain, and this I heard this today. Kevin Smith was talking about it, and he he said it was all over Twitter. It's supposed to be some villain called Star. Oh shit! What was it called? Star. Star- no, it's it's close to that. It's it's something like that, um, but it's it's some off the wall character that you could see James Gunn doing, where like the like he throws like these starfish on people's heads and they they get like um, absorbed, like their their brains get taken over by it. So it kind of it kind of rings a little too close to the first one with the witch you know, with the tentacle eye people. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, I'm kind of interested because of the craziness of the star. What the fuck? What's him? Whatever his name is. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. Um, I'm interested in that part of it, but I'm not interested in it because it's so much like the first one. Yeah. Um, I didn't recognize Michael Rooker at all. <laughs> I didn't either until they went through that second video. I was like, yeah, oh, that's what yeah. I saw. I was like, that's damn. <laughs> The long blonde hair. Is um, that a suit? Is that a suit he's wearing? It must be because he looked like jacked as fuck. Yeah. Um, Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Capaldi as the Thinker. He looked. He looked fucking comic accurate. He looked weird. Peter I, Capaldi. Uh, you know who John, that is, right? Doctor Who. Yeah. 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 Know, that's why I wrote his name down because I know who he was. I didn't know the, the character. I didn't even know he was in it. I was like, holy shit! I didn't either. <laughs> Um, John Cena as Peacemaker. Yeah, he looks, and that's what they describe as a douchey Captain America. That, that guy is so weird looking. I'm sorry, he just looks like a fucking Play-Doh man that was. He's squished. a Jack Jim Varmy. He he, he, I don't know, man. He just he looks like a boulder that's as wide as it is tall. I mean, he's crazy. 
That's, that's one crazy dude. Um, Nathan Fillion is TBK. Yes, but a lot of people think he's called he's arms fall off man. That's a character. Yes, I mean the seventies were crazy for DC. Okay. So like his power that <clears throat> if you look at his suit, his arms are exposed, right? Mm-hmm. So it it's like literally what you're talking, what you think it is. It's like like you know a lizard when you go to yeah. grab their tail, it falls yes. off. Yeah. But, that's what this is. Like He's the guy can pull like his baby arms. Yeah, and... yeah, he pulls his arms off and throws it at people and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So I thought I, I caught like a little. Uh, I think he probably egg, dies early Easter on Easter egg or something because, well, I, I didn't watch the trailer. Where they announced the characters first. That was the second trailer. Like, so the first one I was watching like one little tiny character, you know, scene of him in the background. And you can see I think nose behind a mask. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's, that's Fillion. So I thought I caught something, but. And I thought it was Booster Gold too, but then they announced all that shit on the second trailer. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I saw that was uh, when it announced King Shark, it didn't have a character name it, or an it, actor name. It it has an actor name portraying him, mocap Steve Aggie. Okay, but well, it, it does not have a voice attached. Well, I'm talking about when it announced like the other the second trailer that showed like oh yeah, yeah, playing yeah. This, okay, it just said, yeah, it just said King Shark, and that was it. Be- because. They don't want to show you full on what it looks like. They show you a little bit of him biting somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I looked it up in IMDb. Steve Aggie is doing the mocap. You know who that is? Mm-mm. I'm not mistaken. That's a, a comedian. And then the the rumor is uh, Taika Waititi is doing the voice. Yeah, I saw his name on the. I had it wrote down. I saw it in the trailer like, at the end. So I thought maybe he was in the voice since he did other voices like in Marvel and stuff. Yeah, he's he's in Superstore. Uh, oh, okay. Which one is he in? I can figure out how to do this. <laughs> no, just, tell me, just tell me who he is in Superstore. He, I don't know the guy's name. He's oh. the... Annoying. He's the the big dude. The big dude. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The big dude. Yeah, that's what I said. <clears throat> Which I saw actual screenshots. Of, I guess it was him in like a little like yeah, like a gray pop. suit. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah. <laughs> but I didn't recognize him because he had a little head sock on. It's interesting to get that guy and not. Use like his voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why get that guy specifically? He's not really a character actor just because he's big. That's sizeism. <laughs> I just assumed it was like a big guy. Like you have to do with like Jason and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Kane Potter or Hotter. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of characters in here that a lot of people don't really know anything about. So I guess they're Cannon Fodder. Um, but let's see who else is a big one. We have Ratcatcher two, so where's Ratcatcher one? Um, there's how many people? One, two, three. Yeah, twenty four. Twenty four. So yeah, he he's he said uh, don't get too attached. So. When you make a cast of 24, I think you're going to narrow it down quite a bit, right? 
do you think uh, any of the original four make it out? I think Jai Courtney's probably gone. Marco Robbie. I said she makes it. If she wants out, I'd say she's gone. But if she wants to keep making DC money and movies, she'll stick around. Um, Joe Kinnaman. I kind of, I like Joe Kinnaman. I, I turned around on him. I, I, you know, he's, he's been good in everything I've seen. You know, a lot of people I, shit on him in the RoboCop thing, but. I think that was just the movie. Yeah. Everything I've seen him in as an actor, he's been good. Mm-hmm. But. I didn't care for him in the original Suicide Squad. So. Just, I, I mean, it was just the movie, though. It wasn't him. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask. Do you think Leto shows up? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. He shows up. He's like, oh, I love James Gunn. <laughs> Even James Gunn's like, I don't know what that fucker in this movie. You got 35 other characters. We don't need him. James Gunn's like, oh, yes, this is the best crew I've ever worked with. Meanwhile, the Guardians of the Galaxy people threatened to quit to <laughs> stop. Him. Yeah, and I was like, well, wait, wait a minute, buddy. You know, I know you're you're in the hype of DC fandom, but, you know, these people, these people really, really went to bat for you. But isn't he making three? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might want to come back a little bit, oh, you know. You got to work with these people that you know basically was threatening to walk away from millions of dollars for you. And then you're like, "Oh yeah, these fuck these guardians, dude. These guys are great, <laughs> you know." Anyway, I I could see why you're most excited for this, but I just wish we had something. Something. I wish we saw a little bit more. I'm fine with what we saw. I, I, see, I, I didn't even know this movie had started being filmed yet. I think they're done. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know they even started. We hadn't seen anything. So to see this much, like all the characters and stuff like that, I'm happy. I'm fine. Mm. If, if they're done filming, I want to see something. I'm sorry. If, you, if you're done filming, <laughs> I want to see This is the first thing you've saw for it. I know. That's what I'm saying. If you're you, done You'd rather filming. see a little 20, 20 second trailer or half of its credits. Than actual behind the scenes type shit. Yeah. Because if, if this was an actual trailer, trailer that we get now, it would be a minute long and half of it would be credits and title sequence and all that stuff. Yeah. He's, that's what I want. One character come on like, Suicide Squad. And then that's it. Yeah, that's what I want. I don't want a bunch of people sucking James Gunn's dick for eight minutes. I want to know the tone and what the movie is really setting you want to be force fed something you don't want to see just background stuff you're seeing actual character stuff as opposed to something that's made by somebody who didn't even make the movie what character stuff what's what's polka dot man what's his character you see what he looks like as opposed to (laughs) paul dano which we still have no fucking clue and and i can't know that from a trailer you don't what does paul dano look like what does the riddle look like he's wearing a gas mask with a raincoat you haven't even seen it. You see that in the trailer. And you see what Polka Dot Man looks like, too. I could see that in a trailer, Eric. You did, but you didn't even get a trailer. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're not explaining the reason for this over that. I'm saying I want to know the tone and the setting of the movie. And all he said is it's like a 70s war movie. Okay, great. But 
but this is the first thing you've seen. You haven't even seen screenshots from this movie yet. We've already seen screenshots from Batman. We saw the scenes of like the, the cemetery and all that stuff. This is the first thing you've seen from that movie. So, so why, why can you not be happy with that being the first thing you've seen as opposed to other movies that you've seen less of the first shot? I didn't say I'm not happy with what I got. I said I want, if, if you shot the whole movie, I want to see something thrown together as far as tone goes. Otherwise, to me, it makes me think it's going to be a CGI fuck fest or you don't know where it's going, James Gunn, and I have better faith in you to think or, that you do. They threw all this together last second because DC fandom, nobody even knew what was going to happen. No, they, they've been planning this for a little while. But we've just never heard it. You, We've never heard it because we're not in the industry. Yeah. So you don't know they actually planned ahead. You don't know this is something they just threw together. Like No, they've been, planning this, they've been planning this before Comic-Con. But how do you know? Because we've never heard of it. It was literally in the press release. What press release? <laughs> Like I just said, we didn't even know anything about it. You said, yeah. <laughs> just shake your head. Uh, what do you want me to do? I'll find it. I'll fucking find it. No, just say it was like released during Comic-Con or something. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. June 16th. Welcome to DC fandom. That's a long fucking time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. When did they say this? You didn't tell me that. I so just saying, found I, it. <laughs> but you... I shouldn't have to clarify it. They're in the business. They know they're going to be hosting it. They know months ahead of time. Okay. Let's just move on. You know what I'm saying, so... Just go on. What's next? No, I want to know what you mean. What I said was I didn't think it was announced we said we didn't like i said we I'd never heard of dc fandom we didn't know of course we didn't know but then you said it was announced ahead of time so yeah because we're not we're not keeping up with news like that but it was an, announced on this one website from like june 15th i didn't know that it was some british uh no what was it let me go back to it just go on go on new it was the daily star oh well How did they get this so early? Oh, it's it's DC site. All I'm saying, I want to know the tone of a of a movie, not just the grand f finale of it. I've seen too many behind the scenes. Like I grew up watching the men in black behind the scenes, you know, kind of videos that HBO used to put out uh, and I'd be hyped for it. And then it would be like, eh, you know, kind of fall flat or something happens, you know, uh, afterward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything about this movie looks great. It's like I was talking about, it's bright, it's sunny, but I, the reason I think they didn't do that is because it has to do with some of the secrets in it. Maybe they want to keep the villain a secret. Maybe they want to keep the shark character a secret. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense because the next thing we're going to talk about has the shark like in your face, kind of the character design, the, uh, uh, the game. So, squad, kill the justice league. 
Yeah. So it, it doesn't make any sense why they why they wouldn't put something together. You know, just like a um, maybe like a. But the, but the game doesn't look like it's based on the movie because the characters don't look like. Like look at Boomerang Man. It's whatever. not. So it doesn't look anything like him. So the the game is made by Rocksteady, mm-hmm. and it's a continuation of the Arkham games, which is weird. The the guy in it, the boomerang guy, they Can't said remember. it they said it looks like his son. Which could explain why he's got that teleport power. Like in, like in the comics or something? Yeah. Is okay. said it looks they said it heavily looks like his son and he's actually called something very close to that. And he's got the teleportation power. Apparently he's a flash villain too, so but one to four co play co-op all that shit we didn't see anything it's 2022 next gen only brainiac i mean if you like the arkham games it's probably pretty good i guess i don't know i don't i don't know it it starts out so fucking annoying with harley quinn oh yeah it's just like uh, i saw some other people like oh i'm done with harley quinn i was like dude i've been done with harley quinn from like the first time I heard her voice. <laughs> that voice just kills me. I, I don't like it. Um, the, the accent. Just, but, uh, I mean, as far as cinematics goes, it's beautiful, but, yeah, it's, it's great, but how many times have we been burned on that? You know, Gameplay is what matters when it comes to games. You know what it really reminded me of? And, oh, it reminds me of Fortnite. Wow. Well, it looks a lot like Fortnite and it kind of has the humor of what Fortnite is going for. And I think they're play Fortnite. Yeah. It don't look anything like Fortnite. Yeah, it does. It does. It's, Fortnite's it's, way more cartoony. Are you this is pretty bright like you've played the Arkham games, right? No. But I played Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> The only, time, oh. the only time I played the Arkham was at your house, and I played it for a couple minutes. But you know what they look like. They look like the picture behind me. They're dark. Yeah, they're right? dark, yeah. The city you're in in this new game is that city. So it's it's brighter. It's more greens and blue. It it reminds me of Sunset Overdrive, that Edspots game. Yeah. Did you ever see that or play that? Or I didn't play it, but I watched you play it. Have you heard of a net spots? <laughs> but it it is brightly colored and and honestly, I do think it looks and it it is pandering to the Fortnite people. I think it is. If you look at the Fortnite characters that they're coming out with, the action figures that they come out with, they all kind of they're all bright pink, blues, greens. They're all they're all like that. And I didn't know Fortnite went that way until I started looking at the figures and watching people review them. And then it shows their like character models and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell is this? You know, I, I knew they did John Wick and mm-hmm. Thanos, but like these characters are like off the wall, like kind of crazy stuff. And their their action figures are neat. Like they're they're pretty cool character designs, but it's just crazy. Um but yeah, I think maybe they're pandering to that crowd and maybe in like two years they're they'll be like oh yeah they're old enough to play this game you know kind of thing yeah but what's weird is we haven't really seen anything from rocksteady for about five to seven years 
And it was always rumored that they were either, either going to be making a Superman game or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. What did they do last? Uh, Arkham Knight. And so it was always rumored that it was either going to be one of those. And now it it's kind of a Superman game because he's in it. But it, I think it's the whole Justice uh, Justice League. They get taken over by Brainiac. And you're, I don't know if you're just these four characters. If you are, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sold on this game. Yeah. As of right now, I'm not sold on it because one, like you said, gameplay makes it right. Yeah. I mean, it looks flashy. I mean, that's great, but it doesn't really. I've seen lots of great cinematics. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really do anything for me if you don't have anything to show like a trailer, but I, um... I skip the cinematics <laughs> when I play the game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm kind of interested to see what it does. It's Rocksteady, of course. And I don't know. I just, I don't even know why they, they announced it two years out. You know, that's, that's kind of what we'll get into with the justice league movie. They had a trailer. Like people want to see the tone of what it looks like. So they put out that trailer Mm. (laughs) and I'm not happy with it. So I'm skipping it. Yeah. See, See there? See what we did? You just skipped the movie? They got if, you intrigued. If if it had a trailer that was kind of Fortnite looking, yeah, I'd probably skip it. Yeah, but they don't. They had behind the scenes stuff, so you're kind of on board. Oh, kind of. Kind of on board. Because <laughs> my buddy Mason is too busy sucking your dick, James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually I, I, I like James Gunn. I think he's interesting, right? He can... He can make these off the wall characters that only really wouldn't normally work on screen. Right. But he can do it in a big budget kind of way. And not a lot of people get that chance. And, and, you know, I like that about the guy, you know, risky tweets aside. Ooh, it's not the end of the world. Okay. As long as the guy isn't fucking children, I'm Okay. You know, yeah. we got way worse people in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, if we were famous, we'd be, we've said a lot worse. Stuff. Oh yeah. 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 I'm, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't last too long because yeah, yeah I f- fuck people's I mean, feelings when they, when it comes to words. I mean, you think of him as a director, he's only directed four movies. So they're major so, movies, right? Well, actual movies, like not TV episodes and stuff. Yeah. It's Slither, Super, Guardians 1 and 2. And then this movie. Right, but he's produced a lot, like Brightburn, Belko Experiment. Um, I said wasn't he part of the Troma group? I, I thought he directed he a lot. He didn't direct because it's not listed unless it was a TV show. Maybe he just cut his teeth there and he learned it there. Yeah, he he might be like you know like cinematography, cinematography or something like that. But yeah, Oof. actual directing. That's all. He's I done. hope not because those movies look like fucking trash. I don't think I've ever watched any. I've just seen. I did when I was young for boobies. Like his first actual directing thing is a TV series called the Tromaville Cafe. Oh yeah, but it's TV. You know, it all says TV series, TV short, short, TV episode, and then Slither. Slither. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm intrigued by it. But we're gonna move on to Justice League: The Snyder Cut.
Did this do anything for you? Honestly, if you took everything back from what I know about it going forward, just as a trailer, I'd be excited. Right. Like really excited. So you could actually do that because this movie has none of the reshoots in it. None. There's no Josh Whedon. It's not actual. Well, to me, it's not really a Snyder cut. It's a whole new movie. Essentially, yes. It is everything he shot to begin with. And much, much more. Right. And so it's, it's all the original footage that he ended up shooting. And so if you remember, he unfortunately had that tragedy happen halfway through. He'd already shot, but he was, he was in the editing stage of justice league. So his daughter died. Right. And so he wasn't able to finish naturally. And so Josh Whedon come in and didn't like what he had shot. So he, did the reshoots and apparently he was a dick because there's a bunch of allocations against him by Ray Fisher cyborg. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's like a lawsuit going on there. And so that's, that's interesting because um, I can't remember if I've ever heard that about him or not. Mm-hmm. Josh Whedon, but um, it kind of made sense. Everybody was under crunch time and they were probably a lot of stress going on. And so this was everything he, that he shot beforehand. So the footage, that's why it looks so good and everybody looks fit and exactly the way that they did. So it's actually going to be put out. I believe they said is a four hour long cut in one hour increments, kind of like a mini series. Yeah. Um, I thought you did the um, Quentin Tarantino thing. Yes, 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 yes. Um, hateful eight or whatever it was yeah yeah. yeah. they're not i can't remember if they said it was daily or weekly whether they would spread it out but they were talking about if you're not where you can get hbo match that there would be other ways to distribute it to you and also maybe combining it in the final form you know which i would love that just just give me the blu-ray right now i'm gonna eat it up right and this kind of shows, like you said, a totally different movie. A totally different movie. It shows Cyborg and the Flash are the centerpiece. I mean, that's what it looks well, like to me. I, th- I, f- I think they just do that to show that there are actual more main characters. Not right. the main characters, but there's actual more to them than just a couple of Maybe Maybe shots. these are the scenes you didn't get to see, right? right. So th- this is what some of the story we wanted you to know and you weren't able to see it, you know? Right. So, I mean, it, I mean, it looked good. I mean, it starts with dark side and that's yeah. young dark side. That's not seasoned dark side. So everybody's like, Oh, I don't know. He, he looks kind of, he looks like kind of like a PlayStation enemy. I was like, well, this is the old battle at the beginning of the movie when they're fighting, uh, and Josh Whedon's thing, the old Steppenwolf. But, he hasn't got his Omega beams yet because if he did, he'd just be wiping out fools left and right. So yeah, um, <laughs> Eric has no idea what any of this shit is. Yeah. Omega beams. He's he just, he's just thinking about James Gunn again. Um, but James Gunn cut. Yeah. But the Steppenwolf character model looks, looks way better. It oh, looks yeah. more better. like, more like what we saw. Um, 
there is another character in this that we see who actually looks like a Ready Player One character, uh, if you remember that. Uh, once you see it, you will know who I'm talking about. I have to watch it again. Yeah. Um, it is actually, I believe it's... Um, oh, what's his name? Shit. Darkseid's um, brother, who he kills and gets the Omega beans from or something like that. Or he's, he's another Lieutenant or something. I forget. Um, but anyway, so it, like we get to see black suit Superman. Woo! We get to see a lot of it too. And that fucking mustache is gone. The only thing I'm sad about leaving in the Joss Whedon thing is the death stroke scene at the very end of the movie. Yeah. That was Josh Whedon. So that's not, <clears throat> In, in it you know the, i think they said there's something to do with that stroke or there was maybe hints to something future but that scene is not in it so you know i don't know it was interesting to see more of the nightmare scape and this kind of the first go around there was always talk about in the future that the batman has a vision of they see Superman as being taken over by Darkseid, which is why you see all those cops with the Superman badge on their side when he's, when, when, he's, when he's prisoner. And so when the parademons and all that stuff, I mean, it, it's been so long and that movie just kind of takes a wild turn after all that. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's just, it's just a mess. I mean, it's beautiful in certain scenes and then it, it just ends up looking like a red purple mess afterward. And it's like, oof. So to see this, um, it really got me amped and it got me jazzed to watch it again. And it, and it gave me hope to see it again. And I, and I remember back in the day, people were shitting on it, right? After Batman v Superman and the Martha shit, and they just couldn't get enough with fucking slamming it back and forth, you know? And then, and then it come out and it was a tragedy and then they had to throw this shit piled together and then it, it just kind of ruined everything. And so it was like one uh, collapse after another for DC. And yeah. so it's, it's actually really good that they're able to go back and do this and give him his, his shot, I guess, because he's done a lot for the brand. Um, it's due out in mid 2021, all things, considered i guess and on hbo max right hbo max yes so like i said i hope it comes out on like a 4k blu-ray I'll, I'll i'll grab that up for sure uh four hours i don't mind sitting through that i got the extended edition lord of the rings that's nothing buddy i, I, I can handle that yeah yeah this is this is cakewalk shit we're geeks we got this you know don't worry about the fucking normal uh moviegoers but the reason why this would work in HBO mats and not a movie theater. And we've seen it with uh, blade runner 2049. That movie was so long that they couldn't show enough screenings of it, that it started hurting the bots office numbers. That's why they want to keep it under that two hour limit. Right. Cause you can get like six showings in a day or something like that. Instead, you of, know? Two. Instead of like two or four, you know, all right, you ready for the biggie? Yeah. A vengeance. 
Oh, that was good. That was good, buddy. Look at that. Sure. What? <sighs> good. What do you got? What are you going to say about it? What do I want to say about it? Okay. Oh, wait. First thing I want to say about it, because you pissed me off earlier. Oh, uh, you fucking disabled host sharing, you bitch. Disabled what? I can't share with you. Do you see it now? Who's that look like? I have no fucking clue. It looks like a dude in a mismatched fucking beanie. It, if rumors to be believed, it is supposed to be the Riddler, right? And so this is what I was going to get into. So, um, this trailer kind of blew everybody away. That's no understatement there, but it, it really, really did blow me away when, when I heard it start with like duct tape and I was like, okay, all right. So that's kind of like, and instantly you get like, um, a serial killer, David Fincher kind of thing, you know, like a, a seven or a Zodiac or something, you know, like, a you know, something where they're, um, a little more psychological, you know, and then the music starts and this is my favorite Nirvana song. And it, and it's been my favorite Nirvana song since I first discovered it in between seventh and eighth grade. (laughs) I remember I cleaned out my garage and made it into like a man cave. And, uh, we we were just had the CD playing, you know, and it got on the last track and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I put that fucking song on repeat. I must've heard it for like 30 minutes on repeat. My mom finally came out there and turned it off because <laughs> it was just on repeat. <laughs> Couldn't get enough of it. I, and I guess this is what, uh, when people are high, this, that's what kind of the stuff they do. They kind of drift into the music like that. And so I've loved that song since then. And this kind of perfectly set the mood for this trailer. And it's not a slowed down version. It's not a crappy cover that they've been doing lately it is that song and they've they've kind of perfectly captured the tone that they're going to tell us with this trailer imagine that um on a movie that they've only shot 25% of and you can kind of tell that looking back over the trailer because there's only like four or five set pieces you know uh, but even with that you can kind of get the feeling of this Batman. He's intense. He's mad about the city he's in and about the, the corrupt politicians that are in it. And he's, he's kind of mad at the police force. It looks like he's, he's going after them, right? You see that, but it does start with your boy, Mr. Swiss army man himself, uh, Paul Dano, supposedly, right? We don't really get, we don't get to see him, and this is what I was going to bring up. You know, everybody thinks this is the Riddler. It could be. It it very well could be. But then again, it it, it could be somebody else. It could be Paul or something. It could be. I mean, I know. didn't even see him until you showed me that. I never even saw that in the trailer. Really? It, I watched it, it like three or four times now. <laughs> that's like at the very beginning of it. That yeah. that scene is at the very beginning of it because he he bites that tape. He, he like brings it up and he like uh, rips it or it's like, it's like close to his face when he does it. But you know, from the beginning, you know, when we first talked about Robert Patterson, 
uh, taking this helm and a lot of people kind of shit on it. I kind of always touted, you know, give, give them a chance. Yeah. You know, I think you did too. I couldn't remember, but yeah. I, th- I think, I think you did too. And, and, you know, well, see, I've never seen Twilight. So the only thing I've seen him in was Harry Potter, but I've right. heard nothing but good things since then mm-hmm. other than the Twilight with all the new stuff he's come out with. So I just, you know, ever since like Heath Ledger, I just don't try not to judge. Right. And you, I see the actual performance. And you really shouldn't if you see stuff like the Rover or uh, the Lighthouse or any, any other thing that he's made, you know, he's, he can be intense. So we see him here and, you know, you can instantly tell that this is not your Twilight boy and people can stop stop comparing you know the 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 twilight stuff so like uh what really got me with this was seeing him with the eye makeup on and i was like oh shit i was like okay all right so this tells you that matt reeves really kind of does know this character because every every batman movie does this they'll show batman in the in the cow and he'll have blacked out eyes and then they'll show him again when he takes it off and his eyes are white you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're clean. Every one of them. Yeah. And they've done that from the very beginning. And so this actually shows that, uh, that Matt Reeves is actually like, okay, he's, he's going deeper into this character. He's actually, and it's said to be year two and year one is actually going to be a TV show based around the Gotham PD. Which which is supposedly on HBO, I believe. So I haven't heard, I haven't heard that at all. Yeah, it's supposed to have a uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright. Is that is that the commissioner? Yeah, is that, yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be with him in it, and and it's supposed to be year one kind of thing. And I think Batman might, you know, he might be in the shadows showing up every now and then. But that's that's supposed to be the the first year of it. You know, kind of like a Gotham. You know, at the end of it. Um, but you see, you see this Batman that is just, I would say brooding isn't the right word, but you can just see that he is kind of, he's driven, but he's unsure. Yeah. And kind of alone. I felt like he was very alone. alone. Yeah. You're, you're right there. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of see it in his face, you know, like he sees things and he, he's, he's, he, he knows what he wants to do, but he's unsure about what he's doing because he is so fresh with it. And then you, you hear Alfred in here. Did you catch that? Where you hear, um, yeah. Um, what the fuck is the name? Fucking, uh, Schmeagel. Uh, I mean, either it just slipped away from me, but, you you can hear Andy Circus. You can hear him, and he's like, and he's talking. And I was like, oh shit! And then you see a little bit of the Batcave, and he goes into it, and you hear Paul Dano talking. But I couldn't understand anything he said. Really? Especially at the end, it all sounded very muffled and just hard to hear. You know, I have a hearing problem. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I didn't really have an issue with it. Maybe it was kind of at a registry that maybe is hard for you. 
to to hear because it's it, it, everything he was talking was through a sponge or something it is very low and very muffled it is very very much because he's talking through that mask you know kind of that's what it sounds like anyway so i could see that but rumor is colin farrell's in this trailer yeah he's the penguin yes but nobody's yeah. like i can't they're like i can't believe that's him but then like i saw the visual effects people on twitter arguing with people they're like crazy to think this is Colin Farrell, huh? And they're like, who says this is Colin Farrell and all this? And he's like, we do. And they're like, who's who are you guys? He's like, we did the makeup. <laughs> you know, we we physically did that. You know, so uh, I was like, holy shit! And I did see a lot of people saying that it looked like Richard Kind. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy from Spin City. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and he did. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, this guy's crazy, but uh, um. Then we see a little bit of Catwoman, um, Zoe Kravitz. Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, we see a Which little bit of her, just like a beanie pulled over her head, pretty much with ears stuck in it. Yeah, I think she's in year two. Yeah, as well. She she's starting out as well. You know, <laughs> she looks like first Spider Man almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could be. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he looked, he looked like he was, you know a fully capable guy, especially when he meets the skeleton crew. I think they're calling them that. What was it? I was reading something on them because I was kind of interested to see it. Oh, Gordon looked great. Gordon looked really great. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, no, no. Who was the the guy they kept showing in front of a podium? That's the current commissioner. He won't last long. That's the one that the Riddler's alluding to. Like, Commissioner Pete Why? Savage. Pete Savage. He's corrupt. The no more lies and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it's it's him and the DA that's in, in there, which we hadn't seen him, but he's he's part of it. We didn't see him in this trailer because I don't think they've actually um, shot it. So, No, I saw a picture of somebody. I don't, maybe it's not the commissioner I thought I was seeing. Let me find a picture of the guy I'm talking about. Go ahead. Okay. So we we do see that guy at the podium like you're talking about Commissioner Pete Savage apparently is his name. Uh, he's corrupt. Uh, looks like the guy in the beginning that the Riddler kills is the mayor, Mayor Mitchell. And maybe, we, maybe that's what I'm talking about. We see his... Uh, Has um, he got a beard? No, that's the guy at the podium with glasses, the big glasses. Yeah, yeah that that's the commissioner. Okay, I thought you said we didn't see him. That's what confused me. Oh, sorry. No, uh, we we see him only in that one shot. Like it lingers on him for a little bit, right there. I got I got a picture of him. Damn it. With the white beard. This dude. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's 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 the current commissioner. And the current co- yes. So. Um, Maybe the Riddler takes out a couple of them, or maybe Batman does. You know, Batman's trying to get through some of this with them, and then we see the Skeleton Gang. Apparently, Gotham Street Gang. Uh, and then beats the shit out of one of them. Yes, so that really kind of tells me that basically he's he's using that kind of Batman's whole thing is fear, right? 
you inflict fear into the criminals, they won't do it again, hopefully. So this is that, what was that movie? Undercover Brother? Was that it? No, what was it? The new, what was it? The, with, uh, ah, shit. It had a uh, DJ Qualls and he went to prison or he was going to go to prison. And he's like, you find the biggest guy in the yard and you whoop his ass or whatever. You remember that? Okay. No, you don't remember that? Oh, uh, shit. New guy? The new guy? Yeah, I thought it was the new guy, but I wasn't sure. It wasn't prison. Though. It was high school. Maybe, maybe that's what it was, but he thought that guy had come from prison and that's why he was trying to get him. But this is, this is that same mentality. So this guy approaches him and he just beats the ever loving shit out of the guy. So the other guys are just scared shitless because of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not coming after him after that or they certainly shouldn't. <laughs> right. So, but this also kind of stops the naysayers, you know, they're kind of like every, everybody's like, Oh, Pattinson can't do this. He, he, you know, he's not big enough. He can't do this. You know, well, he looked like he beat the hell out of that guy. So maybe he can do some of this stuff. So I don't know. And then we also see him go after some police department people in the scene. So like I said, there's only about five scenes when you really break it down, but it does set a pretty good tone. Yeah. But, but the Riddler kind of reminds me of hush. And that's why I'm not totally set on Riddlers, other than the fact that he leaves those calling cards with the sit symbols on it. I was watching a video today that showed the how the Halloween card that the Riddler gives him. Like I think it was inside that one guy's thing, and it has an owl on it. Yeah, and they were saying it was like the the court of owls. Yeah, have you you? I already know the answer. I know the answer to this question. The court of owls is actually a really interesting character that has come around mm, last decade. I I would say Um, Scott Snyder uh, has been writing Batman uh, and his run on Batman is just really kind of taking it to a whole nother level. It's really actually his books in DC is really the only thing I've been really re or buying and holding onto that and uh, Fabic, um, the three jokers stuff, which I got ordered, which I got to pick up Friday. Um, he he brought uh, about the Court of Owls, and they're actually an Illuminati group of society that's been in Arkham or Gotham this whole time that's been running the show. Yeah. So they're actually the main bad guys in that video game, the Gotham Knights game. Mm-hmm. They're the main bad guys. So could it be possible that they show up here? Maybe. Is it a stretch? Possibly. Could it be a yeah. future thing? Very much so. It also said that the, the same owl was, and they somehow tied it to the long Halloween storyline. I forgot what it was. Yeah. So yeah. that was and another thing they said. It I'm was- going to give that another shot because I just got to push past the art, art, right? It's got to, it's got to have some good story to it. Yeah. There is a podcast that does like drama reading of the long Halloween and I downloaded like the first five episodes of it. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know it was a thing. Went to play the first one. It's like this podcast use, uh, owner has used up his bandwidth for the month. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? What is this? You know, so apparently whatever service they're using is kind of shitty. So that sucks for them. I don't, 
for it to be hushed though, it's kind of ambitious to use the hush storyline as your first story for a new Batman. Apparently, so is the Long Halloween though, because they both have the majority of Batman's villains in them. Okay, so I don't know anything about the Long Halloween, but I've read Hush. So. Yeah, and so I mean, the Long Halloween apparently has Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, Two Face. You know, I mean, it, you're you're running through the gauntlet. You know, there's there's quite a bit of them already yeah. in there. Falcone, you know, I mean, which is actually played by Jesus. Uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, what is? <laughs> I know you're talking about the guy from uh, Paul. Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, I, I can't fuck it. It starts with the T. His last name's T. John Toretto. Toretto, yeah. But yeah, he's like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we didn't see anything about him because I don't think they filmed it. So I think they resumed filming. So we should get into it. But it, it really kind of took the world by storm, and I'm glad because everybody kind of flipped their shit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually glad because it seems a lot of people are kind of opening back up to DC. You know, Marvel's been so dominant for so many years that DC kind of got pushed aside. And even though their movies were kind of terrible, they had a couple that stood out, you know, every now and then, but they weren't to the level of Marvel. Yeah, but, but the blockbusters that should be the, the big thing kind of sucked. Yeah. The but, smaller stuff that was good. But it was a reverse in the comics. In the comics, the comics were always really good. And yeah. to be honest, the last decade, the only comics that I've really bought were DC comics. I mean, Marvel has not done – they've not done jack shit when it comes to comic book stuff. Nothing meaningful has come out of Marvel except for this new X-Men run. And that was all by this th- these creative teams – separately you know they're like hey can we have this property you're not really gonna do anything with right so now. i'm waiting for image to take over <laughs> well i mean while the two are divided <laughs> image is doing really good numbers the walking dead kind of helped and you probably paid for half of that shit you know the boys the boys are taking off that is true the boys and spawn i mean spawn just crossed 300 which is um a record for independent publishing so uh i actually have that one but 301 was the one to get because it it you know it's the one that crossed it or is whatever it saga image also saga is as well and it's very good everybody loves it i'm waiting on that i'm somebody's got to put that out there right somebody's got to be trying to get that it's got to be coming soon do you think it's going to be a show or do you think it would <sighs> If they could do the boys, you think they could do Saga, right? I mean, it would be more like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's got to be all like space and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, that's not unheard of. Yeah, no, no, not at all. I I did have one thing for the Batman. What does the Riddler say at the end? That's the thing I could not understand. Something about darkness or something. Oh, when he says uh, how he's part of it or something. I don't know. <laughs> literally, I think I heard darkness, and that was it. Okay. Like I literally couldn't understand anything he was saying. I'd have to watch it, Eric. Hang on. I can look it up. I just thought you would know. Well, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to revisit it right before we started, and I meant to. I can watch it and listen to it without you hearing it, and I can just fast forward it.
I can hear that. I, I pretty you could. So he's talking about the corruption in Gotham, I think, and, and the way they cleanse it. You're part of this too. How am I part of this? You'll see. That's all he says. He didn't say darkness. So I really couldn't hear it. Mm, not at all. That's why I was throwing me off. I was like, I don't remember him saying that. So, but basically, he's talking about the corrupt stuff, and I think maybe the Riddler is what pushes Batman to be the cleansing force. You know, maybe the Riddler is trying to be the vigilante, and Batman's like, "You're doing it wrong, buddy." You're killing. You shouldn't be killing. That's my one role. I'm Batman. You know everybody in the world. You know everybody in the world was waiting for that. So that was a badass moment. And you know that. What? When he said, I'm vengeance. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, buddy. So, I mean, for an event we really knew nothing about, it was pretty successful, I'd say. Some people knew about it. You even said you didn't know anything about it. I didn't say I did. (laughs) I said some people knew about it. But, yeah, it was was really, really, uh, it really kind of. An event we knew nothing about. (laughs) We, you and me. You you and me, we knew nothing about it. It kind of stole the thunder for Tenet. Like, I was all gung-ho for, like, all the tenant news and all this and that. And then it was all like, boom, DC hit. And it was like, everything was about DC. And then it was like, oh shit, Snyder cut. And then everybody's like, oh yeah, the Batman trailer leaked. I was like, well, I'm not going to watch it just yet. I want to wait for it. From this and we did from Comic-Con. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably by design, right? When you say that, um, the tenant reviews are a little weird. Have you seen them? No. All I saw was Zoe had put it was good. Yeah, of course. Z's going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, not everybody's liking it. It's sitting at a, like 80%. doesn't mean shit. It could yeah. just mean they don't understand it. You know you know how that stuff goes. Or they're really hungry for something to blow their mind. And this is the first thing that comes along. Maybe it's been amped up too much in their head. Yeah. Right, so like Furiosa, could, it could be or Fury, Fury Road, not Fury Road. There you go. <sighs> It'd be interesting to see this take on the Joker. Or see, that's what I was saying. It's like a Batman with a little, little bit of Joker in him. Why a little white knight, you know? So it'd be interesting. White uh, Matt Reeves, uh, the eight movies. Um, he did Cloverfield, right? I think so. So, I mean, the guy, he can do a lot with what he's doing. Like, the last ape movie was it's called War of the Planet of the Apes, and I think they only fought for, like, eight minutes or ten minutes in it, you know? So, like, he knows how to build character, and he knows how to uh, really, really um, build these guys up in in the cinematic form. So, and make it interesting, right? You said ape movie, and I thought you said eight movies. I was like, he's done eight movies already? How many has he done? Have you? He did, he did Cloverfield, Let Me In, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, wow, well, yeah, so. All of them good. Yeah, pretty interesting, right? For him to take on the Batman and then to do something totally different with it. Yeah. 
Hopefully it comes out next year at October. That's what it's shooting for, October 1st. Yep. So next episode, possibly Tenet slash Bill and Ted. Maybe. I might go Bill and Ted because we'll be arguing about Tenet. Later. Stay frosty. Kill.